We're Cynthia Vargavisser and Michelle Walters, co-hosts of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Our weekly show is here to expand your mind to what's possible, to uplift your spirits, to move forward with confidence and joy, and to create a space for your collaboration with the invisible. Welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Hey, 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 everyone. This is Cynthia Varkavisser from Mind Power Meets Mystic. My pal, Michelle Walters, the Mind Power Junkie, is taking a well-deserved day off. So I got you all to myself. Here's what I'm thinking. Thinking today, we're going to talk about being intuitively constipated and spiritually goosed in the ass. Now, that's not truly what's going on. We are always intuitively working and we're always working with spirit. It's just that we have a hard time listening or seeing sometimes. Totally makes sense. Today, I'd like to talk about how do we get out of that space? What I have found is that a lot of clients who want so hard, so badly to really kickstart their spiritual path in a very meaningful way, that it's coming across very serious. Let's always be profound. Let us be deliberate. These are all good things. However, that doesn't mean that we're always going to be going at light speed, especially when we're taking things so seriously. Now, I'm coming to you from San Diego, where my kids got me tickets to Joe Coy uh, in LA. So there was an adventure of coming out from the Bay Area down to um, Los Angeles, spending the day in LA and seeing this amazing comic. Uh, oh, I believe he's a comedian. There's a difference between comic and comedian. So I apologize, Mr. Jaikoy. I love you. Whatever your label is, that's who you are. Okay, back to this. Jokoy was talking about not taking ourselves so seriously and being able to laugh at ourselves and really opening up because that is a commonality, right? Is just being able to laugh and find things in common with other people. I totally agree. How does this relate to intuition and where am I going with this? What I am recommending is that to get to our spiritual aptitude, what I'd like you to do is play more, dare yourself more, have fun. If you come to one of my classes, you'll know that there are two rules. And if you can't abide by the two rules, you got to get the fuck out. I really do say that. The first, per, the first rule is that you're always right. And the reason is it's really important to honor our intuition, especially when we're practicing. The words may not come out exactly the way you want, but that's part of the practice of working with your intuition. And the second is why, why when we're practicing and we're supposed to be curious, are we going to berate ourselves? So that's why you're always right. The second one is it's not your body. That's for the empaths out there. And actually for everybody, your intuition is so personal, so innate that we think that everybody's intuition works the same way. And it's not. The odds of someone being just like you is one in 68 trillion. I apologize that my uh, video is not working right now. Oh, and now we are. Look, I'm moving. I'm moving. All right. We are back. So the odds of someone being just like you and using your intuition just like you is one in 68 trillion. 
Okay. You are fucking special and yet not so special that you cannot relate to anyone else. Everyone is relatable. Let's just remember that. Okay. So let's talk about having fun. When we're having fun and we're playing, what happens is that we become more open. We don't have as many expectations of ourselves. We are in the moment. It's really hard to laugh about future things unless you know it's part of a joke or you're being present with someone joking about something in the future. All right. But it's all very much about being present. The other thing about laughter is that it's super disarming. So it's a con again, as the comedians will tell you, it's a connector. If I'm laughing, there's a really good chance that if the the laughter is sincere, that it's contagious. And everybody loves being around someone who's vibing higher. And laughter, of course, raises your vibration. Okay. Now let's get past the the laughter and start talking about play. When we play, we're in uh, we're in curiosity. Sometimes we're in competition, but we can talk about competition later. And we're also in a place of being present and in the moment. You know that if you are not present, you're not really playing. And that's the beauty of play. The other thing that happens when we're playing is that we get to reach back into our innocence of when we were kids. I love remembering being six or seven years old and we had a bunch of loose bricks in our front yard. Um, and the bricks were kind of like this weird little border to our driveway. And I would spend a shit ton of time pulling back the bricks and just watching the sow bugs or whatever was, was there, worms, whatever we could find. And then putting it back and seeing if I could find something different. The other thing is, um, you know, climbing trees. So it's that kind of thing of curiosity and really challenging yourself in a fun way instead of, you know, have to, it's curiosity. Let's see if we can get there. And I'm hearing you say, yeah, Cynthia, all right. So I'm going to go climb a tree. Fuck you. Um, it doesn't have to be like that. You can use any kind of game to get into this space. So before I go any further, I just want to remind you that you are listening to this wonderful podcast called Mind Power Meets Mystic. And I'm Cynthia Varkavis, or your mystic. And my friend Michelle Walters is an incredible hypnotherapist and executive coach that can help you um, from the other end of things. I go come from the heart. She comes from the intellect. We both meet in the middle because our solutions are always the same. Our paths are just a little bit different, which is why we make this amazing podcast and why it's a great way for you to listen in and get some insights. So like us, join, email us telling us how amazing we are, or hey, it would be kind of interesting if you know we talked about something else. Uh, we are so receptive to that because we are obsessed with wanting to know what you want to know. We are infinitely curious and we want you to join us on that ride. Okay, back to play. So here are a couple of things that I like to do when uh, we'll call it again, intuitively constipated, which is not true. Again, it's about not exactly understanding uh, how your intuition works 
and getting your emotions separate from your intuition just enough to go, oh, this is my intuitive voice and this is my emotional voice. And they're two different, two different voices, really, if you if you listen, or two different sites, depending on how your intuition works. So here are the things that I like to do with my clients and I actually like to do with myself. Uh, <laughs> playing with myself. I got you. That's not what I mean. Kind of, but not really. So let me back up. There, if you think about when your kids, what are your favorite games that you played? So get away from spin the bottle because that doesn't work. Well, it does work, but we'll talk about that in another game because it doesn't apply here with intuitively constipated, right? The games that I like to play are doctor. Yes. I like to play truth or dare. I like to play telephone. I like to play dot to dot. And so these are all very literal. You can actually go color or do a dot to dot. Or what I do is I create my own dots to dots. Um, come check me out. Talk to me for, uh, on the side if you want to know more about that. But here's the thing about some of these games. Oh, did I also tell you I love truth or dare? Because if I didn't, I think that's where I'm going to go to. So being playing is a thing that helps you get into curiosity. It puts you into a different kind of joy. And then when you play these games with a, an adult twist, it's like amazeballs. So I like to take truth or dare and I split them in two. So one is called truth or truth. And the other one is called illegal and inappropriate. Truth or truth is a way of asking questions. And then when the person that you're working with answers, you actually can use your uh, clear, sentient, empathic ways to go, you know, you're only 80% honest or 90% honest. So let's talk about this. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's got to be set up in a certain way to feel safe to do this, but it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And there's a lot of laughter and sometimes tears, and it's surprising when it comes up. It's not when you think it will. Uh, and that's the, that's the beauty of it. Now, to be completely honest and to disclose, I truth or truth is what I used to call it. Now I call it bullshit. And it's really fun because you get to call people on bullshit. So think about the game bullshit, which is also like liar's dice. And what you're doing is that you're using your intuition, your body's intuition, your body's knowledge to feel where that other person's coming from. And what that does is it opens it up. The other game I like to play is called Illegal and Inappropriate. Now, this game is fucking crazy. Ooh, let me change those words. Fucking wild. Because you never know where it's going to go. And... This is a game that you want to play with one or more people or actually two or more people, right? So you have somebody else to, to do this with. And it's a game of chicken, but you want to make sure that the ground rules are that you're doing this for, in the name of fun, that you are not there to hurt anybody else or to damage any innocence. So this game came about when 
my partner D and I were really just friends. We were on the friend level. We definitely weren't looking at each other in in that way, a romantic way. And she was bored. We were bored. We were in the middle of this martial arts intensive. And depending on who you talk to is who came up with the game. But what happened was one of us said, hey, what are you doing later today? And the other person said, um, I'm going to play illegal and appropriate. And the other person said, what is that? And the first person said, um, it's where you do one thing and then the other person does something to one up. So it's like truth. It's chicken. It's a game of chicken. Um, I don't know if people that are younger than 40 know that game, but it's a daring thing. And then we were both quiet. And one of us said to the other, what are you thinking? And the person responded, I'm thinking, what would I do? And what would you do to one up me? And then what would I do in return? Thus, the game was born. From that, we remembered at the tender age of somewhere in their 40s and somewhere in our 50s to toilet paper houses. Uh, we did a couple of ding dong ditches which just so you know, ding-dong ditching with a 50-year-old body is way different than ding-dong ditching in a teenage body. Um, and I think that's really the funnier part than the actual you know, doorbell ditch. Um, but what this does is it's not really a competition. It's what are you willing to do? How are you willing to dare yourself to do something? And you'll find that that there are spaces in this game where you're like, I'm not going to do that shit. Here's an example. When it was, when we first came up with this game, it was D, my daughter, Amber, uh, our friend, our friend who's young, this is all from martial arts. Her name is Julia, uh, D and me. And so uh, we were doing silly things like um, jaywalking, uh, putting a flyer in the book depository when, you know, they say only put books in there. I mean, really, really minor. Going to um, going to a self-serve restaurant and ordering water and putting a cup of soda, taking a cup of soda. So the thing is, is that we're not there to cheat anybody. It's not like we took a shit ton of soda. It was just who's going to catch us and do our dirt ourselves to do it. Okay, here's where I went kooky bananas. We were doing all the stuff. I was having no problem. We went into a gift shop where they had a little bit of furniture, a lot of home goods, cards, and things like that. And the three of them sat down on the couches, very apparent that they are not going to do any shopping and just chilling out. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle not uh, like, to me, it felt disrespectful, even though it was in good fun. I couldn't loosen up and just say, you know, in good fun, I can do this and I'll only do it for five or six minutes and then I can get up. I could not do it at all. And so from here, I learned a lot of things about myself. Now, how does this work with intuition? Let me, let me take it one step further. In the competition, you actually can kind of sense what people will do and won't do. But really, the most important part is if I'm willing to dare myself to do this utterly ridiculous thing and laugh, why not? I can also dare myself 
in these other areas of my life. This brings me to the one last piece, which is when you're working on one part of your life, it applies to all parts of your lives. So if you're going to dare yourself in, in an emotional way, trust me, you are naturally going to dare yourself or open yourself more into a into the intuitive way. You're going to dare yourself more in a, a intelligence or analytical way. You cannot help if you're going to do something in one part of your life, it opens you up to all parts of your lives. So what I like to do is instead of looking at something right in the eye all the time, it's sometimes better to look at it side eye. Uh, I usually hate side eye, but side eye works in this way. If I'm having a really hard time at work, and a lot of clients have this, we'll go look at something uh, that is relatable in a different area of life. So I'll give an example. There was one person who was having a challenging time with a family member. And no matter what they did, they they couldn't they couldn't find resolution. And it had to do, of course, like a like a sibling rivalry type of thing where there just couldn't be a communication. It always ended up in some kind of squabble or quarrel. So what we did is that we decided to take a look at work where they feel much more comfortable. And lo and behold, there happened to be someone just like the family member in their workspace. But because it wasn't so close, we could actually play in that area of how to communicate and connect with this person. And we actually came up with a game. And in this game, it was like, be more playful, do these things. Um, I'm all about, I'm an instigator, right? I'm a shit disturber. That's the way I work. Shit disturbing works because it's a disruptor. It shakes things up. It's, you know, it's, it moves us into doing something different. And by doing it playfully, we are able to see things in a different way. So here we go. The three things that if you feel intuitively constipated or spiritually goose in the ass, and just really quick, spiritually goose in the ass means that spiritually you're feeling like you're getting hoped. And I, I don't mean that literally, but you're feeling like um, life is a little bit tough and the spiritual lessons are coming a little bit more challenging than you want it to be. That's being goosed in the ass. Okay. So here are the things you want to do. You want to find a way to play. You can do it one way, which is go back to your childhood literally and color or do dot to dot or do both. Play a game of hopscotch. Try to fucking hula hoop. That shit is hard. All these things. What'll happen is that that opens you up or you can do something and take a spin on something which is go play illegal and inappropriate. Remember the rules are don't do anything that can land you in jail, right? Because this is all about doing things for a positive. I don't know if you can go to jail for toilet papering now that I think about it. And toilet papering is a bit expensive, but damn, it's fun. Um, I will tell you, I cannot tell you more because I have to plead the fifth, I guess. All right. So put a spin on it, right? Which is dare yourself and with other people, 
and have a really, really good time. And then the last that we didn't really address, but you hear about all the time is move, move your body and, and have fun with it. So go be googly, do a googly thing. I walk with my friend Judy almost every day. And as we, and we, we live in the same neighborhood. So as we go to meet each other and we see each other about a block away, we start doing these little funny hand signals. We wave our arms, we do jazz hands, we do all these things. And I sometimes wonder what people, as they drive by, what they think, but what it's doing is it's again, it's a form of silliness, right? And silliness is a way of daring yourself. So move, be silly. So I, I'm going to change that. Instead of moving, be silly. Use a silly voice. Do the one thing. I don't know how to talk like Donald Duck, um, so I'm not going to try. But I do a bunch of silly things. Um, I did do it at my kids' expense uh, because that's what moms are supposed to do. And if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. And then I do it for myself. Um, and if my kids, you know, get embarrassed, which doesn't happen as much, fuck them. <laughs> Just kidding, but not really. All right. So you have your tips and tricks. I hope you have a really good time working with your intuition, playing with your intuition, finding that the solutions come much more simply when you are coming from joy, curiosity, openness, and that your life becomes a little more simple, more clear, and more authentic when you run this practice. All right. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. I'm Cynthia Varkavisser, your mystic, and I wish you the most amazing of days. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.